Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Um, I won't sing at all on this podcast. No, because no, Rose, will be do- Rose will be doing all the singing for you. Canonically, I am the Rose. I really hate that you are so transphobic that you don't want a woman, a trans woman, to sing. Yeah, that's what it's about. It is. It's it's when it at the end of the day, it is about you. It being is. Trans. It is. It is. Well, even about if you're that. doing a bit, that is what it's about for me. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just, let's just come in here and make it very clear. Thank you. For, thank you for believing women. One hundred percent. Rose, listen, this is our Multiverse of Madness, uh, an amazing crossover event we're in. Matt Rogers from the Lost Culturistas podcast, Grace's... Universe. You from the Lost the, the Las the, Culturistas. The LCPU. <laughs> the LCPU in all of its Cafe Bustelo glory is going to be coming on to Like a Virgin to discuss, well... Theme parks? Roller coasters? Yeah, I was going to say they're one of the universal childhood experiences, but I'm sure not everyone has that experience. But they are a universal childhood experience in that um, I went to Universal Studios as a child. (laughs) Yeah, and when it comes to theme parks, Matt is a historian, an expert, a savant, a philosopher of theme parks and roller coasters. He's basically the Michel Foucault of roller coasters. And and there's no one who has a more prescient knowledge and foresight on the state of theme parks in this, not just this country, but in the world. 
Yeah, Matt Rogers is Walt Disney reincarnated. Mm. That's not what I was saying. Being Walt Disney and being Michel Foucault are very different things, and I think you've kind of mixed the metaphor now. Uh, that's fine. That's what I do. Okay. Because this is Like a Virgin, the show where we give yesterday's pop culture today's takes. I'm Rose Damu. And I'm Fran Torado. We have Matt Rogers today, who, as we said, uh, one of the hosts of Los Culturistas. He's also on the new Showtime series, I Love That For You, and I Love That For Him, and Love This For Us. And the show is amazing if you haven't already seen it. It's on Showtime, starring Jennifer Lewis. Molly Shannon, Vanessa Bayer. Uh, all of the girls. It's, it's wonderful. Y'all should catch it. I saw something sitting on the toilet right after we recorded last week that I was like, damn, like, I, I wish we had had time to talk about this in these slush piles of, like, our internet timelines. Did you see this kind of ally anthem that Kendrick Lamar put out recently? No. Okay, so um, in his most recent album, he basically wrote a song dedicated to his trans uncles that can only be described as Macklemorian. Like, can you unpack the Macklemorian part of it? Because I think I know that Macklemore did something like gay, but I, I, I don't really know the specifics <laughs> and maybe some of our listeners don't as well. Of course. I mean, I, I call it Macklemorian because it's very like a la uh, same love parentheses. She keeps me warm by Macklemore, which oh was God, that like. I really blocked that. <laughs> and I really resent you for making me release it from the depths of my subconscious. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't really want to plant that in your consciousness. That's not what I want to well, do. Well, you have. But, that, <laughs> but, but let me tell you, you have, that's. You know, non-consensually. <laughs> we all have to remember that that song won like so many awards and the first verse in this song the first bar <laughs> that's a very generous term for it I-, I would say um is when i was in the third grade i thought that i was gay because i could draw <laughs> which is like i think we forget about this moment in history but like it's c- particularly ironic because macklemore in 2014 even though that song feels like so so egregiously dated now In 2014, like, that song won the fucking Grammy. And he famously won over Kendrick. Obama era, baby. Yes. And he famously won over Kendrick. And that was the year that he texted Kendrick and screenshot and posted to Instagram. It was like, hey, man, like, just so you know, like, you deserve this award. Which, like, white music artists, like, as a whole need to stop doing. Like, Adele did this to Beyonce. Billy did this to Megan. Like, everybody just needs to stop. On that, I think awards like, just need to stop. Yeah, no one yeah, needs to be awarded for anything. No more awards. But this most recent album uh, of Kendrick's, which I have yet to muscle through because it's like so long. Um, I, I just, a so- just a FYI, I will not be listening. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'll fin, I'll be finishing it, but I, I don't need to recap it at all. Um, this song that he wrote it, about his trans uncles is called Aunties. And in this song, he routinely misgenders his uncles, like, throughout the entire song. Great. And also deadnames Caitlyn Jenner. Amazing. And, also says, and he also says the word faggot, like, 17 times. Beautiful. I'm so happy we're talking about this on our queer podcast. Which is, like, everybody knows that, like, the only person who can say faggot in the course of a song is Jewel. And That's Jewel... True. That's true. <laughs> yeah. What song was that? I can't remember where she's like, you say Fran, it. Fran, it's Pieces of You. It's, you say he's a faggot. You say he's a faggot. <laughs> that song is so shocking to listen to. Pieces of you. 
Because she says it so many yeah, times she says it a lot. and very slowly. And she can't. Anyways, she can't say it. She did, but long, she can't. Long story short, people are saying like cancel Kendrick or whatever. But like, I just have to say it. Like, this is just plain foolish. Like, this is just stupid. And one, he has a Pulitzer. And two, yes, okay. Kendrick Lamar has a Pulitzer. And two, the irony of Kendrick basically writing a Macklemore song after being so publicly kind of subjugated by Macklemore, like made a mockery of by Macklemore. I just think the irony is too sick. Anyways, that's my complaint on the well, whole love to thing. know my love to know that my identity was denigrated in a piece of media I won't be consuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like and like I, you know, I I don't know Kendrick's relationship to his uncles, like, you know, the nuances of having trans family. It's like sometimes you don't care about pronouns or like whatever, but it's just like you're doing this on a huge platform with yeah, no Yeah, but context. you're doing it for an audience and like they don't understand those nuances. Exactly. So like you should just you should just not. Yeah. Anyways, Rose, have I ever told you about like m- how much I love the show Legendary? A couple times. You've watched a few episodes, I watched, right? I watched, like, two episodes of the first I season. will say, any of the virgins out there, if you watch the first two episodes of the second season, you'll be hooked into what is one of the greatest seasons of reality TV I've ever seen. But season three is back. The first three episodes, I think, dropped. And it's so good still. It, it remains, like, one of my most favorite shows I'll ever watch. Um, I think from the judging to the opening credits to, like, the way the stories of all these houses is built to, like, the shade to, like, the actual dances and, like, production value that goes into all these numbers. It's, like, over and over again, so good. How has it gotten in terms of the corporatization of it? Because Charlene did fire off a yeah. tweet that I thought was funny, which was Legendary Season 3 is like House of Lay's Chips. <laughs> <laughs> is is that kind of the vibe? I will say she may be referring to the pool of competitors, which maybe is not as filled with A-listers as the second season, which had the House of Balmain, the House of Balenciaga, and a lot of other really crucial players. This most recent season also has Aja from Drag Race in the House of Lavasia, which is really interesting to see her in the context of another reality show wherein she's, it's never acknowledged that she was on Drag Race. Um, I will say the show actually has proven itself to be an amazing piece of reality TV that is backed and helmed by Ballroom. Um, Obviously, there are nuances and a lot of things that Ballroom community is not happy with in terms of exploitation or maybe how certain categories are described or, you know, everything gets lost in translation when it goes to reality TV. But the long story short is, like, there are tons of people in Ballroom who are writing and producing and across all the different elements of the show to authenticate it as much as they can. And I personally learn a lot from it. Is Jamila still a judge? She is. And I'm not going to lie. Amazing. She, she, she's, she's a great judge. She's a great judge. You know what I just found out recently that I didn't know is that she is going to be the villain in (gasps) She-Hulk. That's such a perfect role for her. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I mean, I'm not a Jamila stan, but I, regardless of all the cultural baggage that one person might hold, I, I, you know, still want to honor the fact that she's a good judge. Um, I, I mean, honestly, to give an example, like, in the most recent episode, they did a challenge where every team had to showcase a 360 dip, which is an extremely 
difficult move to do. Um, and they had to do it in front of Leomi, who invented the 360. Um, and goes live on Instagram every 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it goes live on Instagram every 30 seconds. We love you, girl. Um, but all of those lives. Um, yeah, but she... <laughs> She's <laughs> live on Instagram right now. Right now, doing 360s. Um, probably. She's so amazing. Um, but yeah, I, she's like God-tier celebrity to me. And honestly, you could see the nerves in everybody trying to perform this 360. But to be totally honest, it was interesting to see that as a challenge because a 360 is not something that like every team needs to have in their arsenal. It's like an extremely difficult move to do. It's basically like asking, you know, a bunch of ice skating teams to do a triple axel in front of like Mariah Nagatsu. Like it's just not a move that everyone can physically do. Anyways, I, I definitely want to talk more about the show, like, in future episodes, like, as it goes on, but I must, like, cast my picks for the virgins that, like, I'm all in for the House of Yoji Yamamoto, but, like, love the House of Juicy Couture and the House of Revlon as well. I, if any virgins are listening, I definitely want to know who your picks are, because this is my favorite show. Um, also, Leomi should have an Emmy, and maybe Deshaun, too. But I think they would be competing against RuPaul, because it's that well like a, good a- luck with that <laughs> uh speak of the devil we watched the first two episodes of all stars all winners season together on thursday and you know i was not sure how this whole winners thing was gonna play out but it's very good tv you know I think it's very smart to have the conceit of the season be that no one goes home because I think like with bringing a winner back, if you've won that show, you do not want to come back and like embarrass yourself or tarnish your legacy. So it does feel like the only circumstances in which those girls would have come back to the show, like knowing that probably all of the the critique was going to like lean positive if it happened at all Mm. and that they would be able to stick around for the entirety of the season. But I think the, the the big thing that we have to talk about is snatch game. Obviously. Uh, And I feel like jinx in terms of what you're talking about before, like jinx specifically is one of those legends that was like, I would never go back to Drag Race, like, ever, ever. And only in this circumstance that's very friendly and very, like, it, it's got a very, Celebratory. Like, s- summer camp reunion kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, it... it and they're it, also... I, uh, there's a lot of money that they can win. But Jinx, like, won Snatch Game forever. Forever. Um, forever. Her I, Judy Garland was... I mean, and clearly... And when I say, like, they're in on it, it's like... She would not have been able to do that kind of extended Snatch Game performance if the Snatch Game was not kind of set up for it to really be about her. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I love the con- I love the the theories. I I, it's feel- not, I mean, not like a conspiracy theory. I just mean like she knew. I'm sure there was some kind of production meeting where there were sh- like they knew what she was gonna do ahead of time. Yeah, of course. They all have to kind of submit their their characters ahead. I and and I think they can place bets on who's gonna win. Like I remember turning to you, Rose, before the snatch game started. Like right before. I remember turning to you. And I said, no one has ever done Judy, which is remarkable. And you were like, yeah. And I was like, Jinx is the person. She's the only one who could do it. She's the only one that could do it. And by like maybe her and Aiden Zane. No, no, no. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I think only by like a, a few points did she maybe beat out 
Alaska as Mae West, which is my favorite Snatch Game of all time. But like what, I'm like trying not to get emotional. What Jinx did was transcendent. And her, not just like in her jokes and her like, uh, you know, comedic timing and the nuances of the way she would drop her chin on her hands like this or like the way she would kind of fiddle with like a piece of paper like between her fingers the way Judy was. Like everything she did was so Judy. But the way she sang was... Better. I mean, she sounded like Judy. <laughs> exactly. She sounded better than Renee Zellweger in Judy. Like, yeah, I, I, it, I like it. Was it, it just elevated th- like this kind of throwaway? Judy's you know, a sketch, drug addict, sketch kinda, character yeah. vibe of Snatch Game. Like, none of those other girls should have been on stage with her. Like, Jinx <laughs> should if she does not do like a Judy one woman show after All Stars, she is missing out on making a lot of money because she could do it like she could do a one-woman show as judy and i would i wouldn't pay to see it but i would go see it i i would pay to see it um but like i i will say i thought there were a lot of other really good snatch games up there i think the only people that really boofed it were shay and evie i think um but like Evie was bad and like it's 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 telling that that for how bad people like Shay and Evie were that they didn't really get negative critiques. No. It's telling about the parameters of the season because on a normal season, they would have got torn to shreds for those performances. Yeah. I think the judging on this specific season is kind of interesting. And also, honestly... It's a light touch, for sure. It's a light touch, for sure. I also, I mean, we are seeing some Paramount Plus budget for those guest judges with Naomi Campbell and Cameron Diaz. Like... Why haven't we been well, booking I need like A-listers Cameron, like that? Please come back to acting. I want. I want the return. No, she looks happy. She looks happy selling wine and being not an actress. I'm. I'm happy for her, even if I myself am not happy that she's gone. Have you ever tried her wine? No. Have you? No. I try to veer away from all celebrity wines. Like the the Coppola wines are so disgusting to me. Well, I hate wine, famously. You famously hate wine. Um, Cameron Diaz, if you did come on our show, we would gladly promote your wine. I don't even know what it's called. Amazing. I'm sure she'll she'll hear hear this. this. Um, I did listen to the new Harry Styles album, because I know we talked about um, before that we both liked, as it was, kind of surprisingly mm-hmm. a lot. So we're closing the loop The here. album to me, it's very like adult contemporary elevator music. Yes. I do mean that as a compliment. It clearly was made to be TikTok sounds. I like the sushi song. I like cinema. I don't know if this is like a weird comparison to make, but it does remind me of Florence and the Machines album, How mm. Big, How Blue, How Beautiful. Like, I, I think it's really well produced. My, my sisters are huge Harry Styles stands, and they really don't like it because I think it's very different than his last album. But like, you know, it's kind of boring, but like, it's very listenable. In comparison to other Harry albums, I'm much more connected to the music. I, I think when he emerged on the scene, I, I didn't really feel connected to his music as much as just like his fashion, which we disagree on, and like his kind of persona as a celebrity, I really adore. Yeah, you think he serves. I don't think, no, no, like, no. I would never use the word serve. I would never use the word serve. Then what, but then I, what word would you use? I would say that Harry Styles frequently wears things that I too would love to wear. And I think yeah, that I'm is. Not, I don't disagree with that. What I'm saying is like, his style is just someone is taking a Gucci runway look and putting it on him. And there's not a lot of 
thought there. I disagree, but I don't want to, I would never die on a hill defending Harry. Like, that's not where I am. But I will say that this album... I do know that you have bought an item of clothing before because Harry Styles wore it, though. Mama, I've bought three items of clothing because Harry Styles wore it. Three! Count it. Um... I will also say this album, I think I could only describe as like adorable. Like I love the first three songs. I love that the song music for a sushi restaurant was inspired by the fact that he heard another one of his songs while he was eating sushi at a sushi restaurant. And like the song's kind of like poking fun at himself almost for being easy listening. Yeah, it's giving adult contemporary the Sirius XM channel mosaic. It's very that vibe. Um, Closing the loop on one, 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 one more, more thing. If you must. Rose, you were, in fact, wrong about me liking the Northmen. I'm so sorry. I went into this movie with, like, the lowest possible expectations. And I loved this movie. That's great. I'm very surprised, but I'm glad you loved it. I, I think you fa- I think you famously said if you don't if you're not going to like conversations with friends, you're not going to like The Northman. Um which uh like, you it's know, a very interesting comparison for me. <laughs> but I yeah, you. yeah, I can't remember what your train of thought was there, so sorry to take you out of context. But, you know, I think that you were mostly thinking about my reaction to The Green Knight, which I think is a pretty good comp for The Northman. The difference mm-hmm. is that The Green Knight was not interested in having a plot it was interested in like painting a picture where the northman i think was plot 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 and even though you know the story is very simple you know like it it follows hamlet yeah but like i felt like it was still felt so fresh and i was shook also that there aren't really that many movies out there that are telling viking norse mythology stories like norse mythology is so dope there's the Thor movies. Yeah. But, you know, that's through a Marvel superhero lens. Yeah. But like all around, just like completely dope. Like Alexander Skarsgård is like a fucking Hulk of a man. Like that, that was like so much body mass. It's like amazing yeah. to watch the entire time. And you didn't tell me that the movie ends in a fight to the death in like a pool of lava in the nude. I know it's giving, it's giving Mount Doom. Literally nude. They were naked. Naked. Like, what was well, that? You hate spoilers. Why would I have told you that? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I appreciate that. And sorry to the virgins whom I just spoiled it too. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra from the very sexy collection. In on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. 
Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit tomboyx.com. I, I don't know why or how or when this was decided, but you you are um, something of an expert on theme parks. For sure. I used to, when I was little, I used to draw the map of Disneyland from memory. Were you ever... Just for my own... <laughs> Can you still draw it from memory? I, I bet I could. I bet I could. Uh, both Disneyland and Disney World? Yeah. The, the, the layout of Magic Kingdom, I would know by heart, and Epcot, and Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. When, when I was little and bored, I would just draw the maps. There is something really queer about like John. And when Max. did you come out? I almost said eleven, which is a lot of bold face light. Nineteen. Okay. Nineteen. I feel like drawing maps as a kid, like or like roller coaster tycoon type shit. Yes. Like like invent I used to like design malls growing yep. up. You know, like that was like mm. a thing. I feel like, you know, every kid kinda wants to be an architect until they figure out that math is involved. Yeah. And then I, I'm like or at least for me, I was like, no thanks. Right. I didn't design malls, but I went to them a lot. And I still could find my way around my home mall. Fully blindfolded. Is that yeah. how you are with Disney? Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Like, when I go to a any theme park, really, I sort of take it upon myself to be, like, the leader of the trip. And mm. I will know what everything is. Oftentimes, if not, like, intuitively, like, oftentimes, like, sense memory will kick in. And I'll be like, this is where we must go. And I used to – what really bothers me is when they do refurbishments and renovations mm-hmm. without sort of, like – Letting, letting the girls me know, know. Yeah. letting the girls know, because I'll be like, "Here's a shortcut." Turn around, and all of a sudden, there'll be just a wall. And I'll or be like, a ride huh. is shut down. Forget it. Are you are you on a schedule? Is it TikTok yeah. when you're so? Are you like an itinerary moment? I like to know what's the next thing we're doing, but yeah. I don't care beyond that. Also, okay. because most oh, of the time, relate. most of the time when I go to a theme park now, I'm how do I say this? 
extraordinarily fucked up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, I've, I'll go on, like, half a tab. Yeah, okay, and I'll, yeah. I'll go wow. to the theme park and, like, really fuck it up. I mean, who does, like, theme parks sober? Like, children? I and think Outside kids. of that, like, who? You know? I, I mean, yeah, you can't. I think can't. kids. I don't even like to go when there's kids around. Like, I go on the weekday during the day. Yeah, well, oh, that's the well, best that's, time That's very smart. That's the last theme park we went to was we went to Universal uh, during the day. Um, on a weekday, Empty. very early, um, I was very, I felt very um, slighted and maligned, and like the odds were stacked against me because Fran didn't want to get there as early as I did. Yes, but- I remember when you when y'all did this. Yeah, like, I talked you about were it on like, Lost Cult. yeah, you talked about it on Lost Cult, and you were like, we have to get there when it opens before it opens. But before thing, it opens. But the thing is, you didn't know the actual open time. We got that wrong, and so we showed up ten minutes early. I anyway, had a plan. It doesn't mean the plan was right. And we arrived, and and um, we like. It was like one of those days where they like made the entire crowd waiting outside do a countdown. Yeah, but they did let us in early. Yes, they did. It was they it always was do. That's that's sort of a like hack, mm. if I might. <laughs> it's sort of a hack, life hack. Let me the pull the curtain. Is they will always let you in fifteen minutes early, even if the rides don't start until like let's say eight or nine a.m. when the park opens. Like you can get in early, get your Starbucks. Yes. You, I mean, get we, your first turkey leg of the day. Honey, <laughs> we got. We'll get into the. We'll get into the food later. Well, what yes, are the parks will. that are like on your rotation? So you, you frequent them. You probably have like passes or memberships to some of these. Do you have like if you were to kind of out, out lay out for the virgins, you know, yeah. a tiering of or or ones that you regularly visit. So virgins, and I really know I'm talking to you today. <laughs> um, my favorite theme park destination in all of life is um, the Universal Orlando Resort. Okay. So and this is and spa <laughs> and bar and grill. Um, it's Thank Universal's- you for saying that because <laughs> I'm from Florida and I really, you know, appreciate it. And so you sort of understand intrinsically that oh. Disney World is sort of hell. Yes, on Earth. Which, for reasons I will get into, yeah. and you'll agree with, I'm certain. <laughs> but the thing about Universal Studios Florida and Islands of Adventure is they're right next to each other, and they're also connected via the, I'm so sorry, Hogwarts Express. Yeah. Um, and so and Triggering. I, I know, I know, I no, know. No, but we'll get into it. We're going to get into it. We, because, will, talk, we will be invoking her today. We have to. Yes. Yeah, of course. She's something we must tackle today if we're going to talk about this, because of the revolution that happened when HP came to theme parks i mean the girls are uh, clamoring to catch up so the reason i like universal studios and islands adventure is they're right there next to each other and there's the city walk area where you can eat and hang out and also they have the rides that are more like that are less for babies Mm -mm -mm. so you actually can go get a hashtag thrill and you really could do it all in like one or two days whereas disney world is sort of um Involved. It's, it's involved. It takes months and months of planning. Yes. I actually get more and more upset the every time, every single time I go, because it's like so overwhelming in terms of just the endeavor that it is to get from one park to another is like a forty-five minute situation. Oh wow, I didn't it's know that. Really crowded. Often, it gets more and more expensive all the time. I. I mean, and Universal, you can truly do in well the one here you can do the whole thing in like six hours, literally. Yeah. But do you remember the gag because 
as I said, I grew up in Florida, so I remember when Islands of Adventure opened, opened in and it was like a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the Islands of Adventure zhuzh? Like what? what so happened? it's the the big ride at the time when it opened was the Hulk coaster. Yes, um, dueling dragons, epic, amazing, and rest in peace, rest in power, rest in power. Does dueling the, dragons. I hit my mic. Does the Hulk roller coaster still exist? Yes, and it is it's my, one of my favorite roller it's, coasters. So basically, like you, I are you a coaster person? I so I actually am a bit of a version to the to to the theme parks in general. Like I've been to Disneyland twice as a kid, been to Six Flags maybe once. Okay. And then perfect. we went to Universal for the first time last year. So then you did the mummy roller coaster? Yes, which yes. is the best a few times. roller coaster so experience. And you had a fabulous maybe. time. I had on a it. fabulous then time. Then I think I think that Fran could do Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Have you been have so you too. been to do the Velocicoaster yet? No. Absolutely amazing. Like I think the best theme park ride that exists currently. What do you look for? What are your criteria in a theme park ride? What you want thrills, you want chills, you want thrills and chills. So, yeah. so, so definitely thrills and chills, but for me what's most important is immersion. Immersion. What's, what's most important for me especially totally. like if you're going to go to Disney or Universal, I want to step in and feel like okay, every inch of this place is covered in detail. Yeah. Like I love to feel like when I'm when I've chewed my whole edible and my twenty milligrams hit, uh-huh. I want to feel like I'm in it. That's why milligrams. I love. That's why I love Avatar Land is because they have set the scene. We'll put respect on Disney's name for the world of Pandora Avatar, <laughs> world of Pandora. which I, I have to tell you wouldn't exist without, without the Wizarding po- World of okay, Harry Potter. Okay, so I yeah, will. Let's I, con- let's, I, so uh, I've given the backstory on this podcast before, maybe, yeah, or maybe I just explained it to you. So. Originally, Harry Potter World was supposed to be at Disney, but yes. J.K. Rowling wanted a train to transport people in, and Disney said, absolutely not. So Universal was obviously like, yes, we'll give you a train, we'll give you we anything. We'll give you anything trans, you want. Trans women are men. Um, <laughs> she is literally like an indignant like adult t- child. She's like, I yes. want my choo-choo. She and, wanted and full you... creative control, and they were not willing. Disney was not willing to do that because they have the whole Imagineering structure. And, like, yes. yeah, yeah, and yeah. then when Disney started to lose a bunch of attendees and money to Universal, they said, we need a hot property yeah. that is a similar kind of immersive world. And they said, what about the highest grossing movie ever made which no one remembers Avatar, Avatar. yes uh, which by the way the way of water I can't I'm so excited to see this trailer oh my I, god but I will say this when they said when they announced that they were going to bring Avatar to the parks that was like their answer to Harry Potter I'm getting the sense that you were like this is an iconic flop and I <laughs> yeah. felt the same way too because I was like Harry Potter is an entire world, and I'm not saying that Avatar is not an entire world, but Harry Potter is a proven eight-film, like, extensive international book series. Not to say that Avatar is not international, but you'd think, like, you'd want to at least release a couple more of those movies to Yeah, you want something with world. more source material. I was proven wrong when I went. Oh, I cried on flight of the whatever. Extreme I tears. Cried. Really? Yeah. It was smell, that emotional. The smell of like the orange that you get as you're flying over the trees. Yeah. It is, is life changing. That's a lot for something that's essentially, you know, Fern Gully, but with like technological imperialism. And the way that you're you're like riding the thing and you can feel it breathing between mm-hmm. your legs. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I, it, it, I, it's, I came. It's giving you, it's giving, it's, it's basically, it's moving beyond the five seconds. 
senses to also a sixth, sense. a sixth sense, which is like a sort of a horny sexual like thing. It's like it's like in, it's like intimate. The when, sixth sense is horny. It's a beast breathing between your legs, and that's simple. The sixth sense is horny. That's a rule of culture. It's rule of culture number one hundred and four. The sixth, sixth sense, sense is, is horny. horny. Um, Wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, talk about if we're talking about immersion. Can we talk about the Universal Studios tour? Oh, that was what is like it called? It's just called like the tour, the right? studio tour. That was yeah, our favorite tour. part of Universal. Iconic, honestly. phenomenal. I like yeah. for the virgins. Like it is like a, a, a again all six senses. Like mm-hmm. it, it is like you know four D. There's like smells and like sprays and like that. I think that like the way they. Do, I just had never been on a ride like that before, where like everything around you is like three dimensionally yeah. designed. You have to go to Orlando. I'm you so have, excited. You, really Rose, do. you must take France. Let me I, tell you, I know. we're gonna go visit my family. Ugh. And then we're gonna, <laughs> and then we're gonna steal someone's car and go to Orlando. I you have, have to, and do four days. There is this, and we have to go dead of winter, January at Disney Universal. Best time to go. Can there, I tell you? I think it's actually October, but okay. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. Halloween horror, Festival, Halloween horror Nights, Halloween also. Horror. But as a Floridian, you know that was always when we went because it was dead. like I think it was dead. There was no tourism. Um, I do love going in October, and I love going during the holidays. I have trade in Orlando. I have like an absolutely massive man that talks about like getting me pregnant. Everyone, like, has I feel trade like in it Orlando. would be <laughs> everyone. Orlando, really? they're so horny. But oh, do people live because, in Orlando? Well, there's also it's that people live in Orlando. There's a bunch of colleges there, and there's a huge international airport. So there's always trade. Oh. And also, the thing is, like people that work at Disney, and there's actually not a straight person that works at Universal or Disney. No. no. It's entirely queers. And so they're so horny because they're inner child. Yeah. They, they have to like be sort of like inner child all day. And then when they when, when the lights go down at night, honey, they're still, you know, adult queers. Yeah, but they're still using their baby voice. No. Um, no, no. 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 Not okay. not, not <laughs> after dark. When you open Grinder in Orlando, it's... Uh, Treasures have you untold. Ever, have you ever gotten sucked off at Disney? I've never hooked up. Have wait. you hooked up in, on any sort I of thing? I went with my ex Okay. My, my ex boyfriend, Jared, and I went. And my ex ex boyfriend, Henry, and I went. And I think I did. I never hooked up there because. It felt wrong. It No, not even that. We're just so tired. <laughs> I'm like full of meat. Like at the end of the day, it's not a horny thing. Like it's, it's like you, no, you it's get really home not. and you're it's like exhausted. And your feet are killing you. You ate trash. Like yeah. you're not uh, trying to pork. Have you ever been to gay days? No. And with the matching shirts? No, I don't really do the matching shirts. And I don't dress no. up in merch. I don't do that. No, 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 no. no. You don't do it's ears? It's a bridge too far. It's not that I'm opposed to doing ears, and maybe when I go again in several weeks, like I will do the ears. Would you do like a Wanda crown ear? I would definitely do a Wanda okay. a Wanda head. And I heard, by the way, California Adventure now has the has Scarlet a Wanda. Witch. Yep, I've seen TikToks no way. of her, and she kind of does the hands. hundred percent. There's, like no, there's, no, there's no special effects. There's just hand she just choreography. Got, she does some hand work. Kids are gonna be like. Where's your orb, queen? <laughs> it's it's like Imogen Heap making <laughs> making beats. Well, Imogen Heap is playing her in the park. <laughs> Imogen Heap actually booked the gig. And yeah, this is all Olsen very circular because Imogen Heap did the music for the Harry Potter play, so it all comes back to Universal. Which I almost saw when I was in New York, but that's actually a bridge I won't cross with JK. I, I won't support her directly. Like, I won't support something that she wrote. Okay, so this leads better us, than us. This leads us to a fun um, theme park tidbit, which okay. is that before J.K. Rowling was out as a turf, 
I think before I knew what a turf was, right. when the Harry Potter theme parks had just opened, I was kicked out of Universal for shoplifting. What did you just try to take? I tried to steal a wand. Because I was a, a tough I was thing a, to shoplift. I was a really good shoplifter. Mischief, <laughs> mischief manage. Well, mischief not manage. Yeah, they, mischief they, mismanaged. They got me, gal. Um, <laughs> and that is why I transitioned, so that I could go back. <laughs> so did the Aurors come <laughs> out of nowhere and arrest you? And did Harry Potter, as a cop, escort you out of the theme park? Like, what was the scenario? Yeah, they um, slapped some manacles on me. Yeah. They were enchanted. Yeah. They made one of those posters of my face <laughs> and said, have and you wanted. seen... Wanted. And Rita Skeeter this wizard. walked up and was like, would you um, like to comment? Have you yeah. seen this wizard? <laughs> yeah. They slapped the butterbeer out of my hand. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so now you may return, and you have returned. I have returned many times, and their facial recognition software can't get me, because you know what? Estrogen redeposits a lot of the fat in your face. There mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. Okay, so listen. Did this happen in Orlando or Hollywood? Orlando, because this was like, my worst two, fear. This was like 2009. Is it like a lifetime ban, or is it just like that Well, day? they thought it was a lifetime ban, but <laughs> joke's on them, because I have a different name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try it. Try it. Okay. Wow. On, on the Disney end of it all, did you have, like, growing up, did you have, like, favorite Disney characters that you wanted to take pictures with? You no, have, like, it's not about characters for me, and I have mm. to, I have to. Never. Just, I you just, didn't have I an have autograph book? I have to stop you. <laughs> I have to stop you, because I did have an autograph book, but even then I knew it was a waste of time. I'm like, I yeah. want to get online for the rides. I want to, I want to experience attractions, okay? Mm. Yeah, we I, gotta go. We gotta go. And that, that is, I, whenever I sort of am at the, any theme park now, and I feel myself, my shoulders starting to rise, because I feel like we're not making good time, I just sort of try to tell myself like it's okay you're an adult you've done it all before you can do it again later it's okay don't just relax we're like, here to have fun we're here to have we're fun, here to have fun. Yeah. And, but but it is like there's something about it where it's just like you know the park has a closing time yeah and you got to keep going yeah and all theme parks are really an assault on the senses and you become immediately overwhelmed with possibility. an assault on the body yeah it is it is like going to war, um, being at a theme park. Yeah, pretty much. It pretty is much. a crusade from beginning to <laughs> yeah. end. I wait, but I just want to ask you though, what was your favorite thing when you went to the, you? So the Mummy was your favorite ride. The Mummy was my favorite ride at Universal for sure. I think that the Studio Tour was definitely a standout. Well, that's like an experience one must have. Yeah, immersive. What did you think of Jurassic World? Jurassic World was fine. I I feel like. I mean, what, I don't know. What did you think? I thought it was fun. I kind of like classic Jurassic Park more. That aesthetic. Because it's the ride of my childhood. Mm. I feel similarly about the Jaws ride. Thank you. And I really, I think that actually. I miss it so much. This is something. So, okay. There's some background on me is um, when I was little, all I wanted to do and become was the one of the skippers on the Jaws attraction. Like, I'm actually, I'm, I don't know if I'm currently to this day off book on it, but I was for a time off book on it. And I actually did a show at UCB in New York called You Will Get Wet, which was a half-hour spank, they called it, which was like a show that you tried to get running at the theater. And in it, I played a character that's dream was to do was to be on the Jaws boat and I actually did the Jaws attraction in the theater and Bowen Yang played the shark. <laughs> yeah, there's video of it. You can watch it. It's called You Will Get Wet. There's video of the whole show. How did Bo play versions. the shark? Was it like a costume? Well, we, I, he, magnificently, he, he, I'm sure. He played it fabulous. He was very scary. Yeah. And he really popped out and my friend Dave Mazzoni played fire. Okay. And fire. so <laughs> he was sort of dancing fire and I was the skipper and I would take people from the audience and put them on a boat and there was water effects and fire effects Wow. sound effects and I used darkness and flashlights to make the boathouse wow. so this was a full thing that I did because it was so 
real to me when I was a kid, like only wanting to do that. And so one of the big mistakes I think that that theme park chain has made is in destroying their attractions that sort of actually commemorate old classic movies, Mm -hmm. your Jaws, your Back to the Future, which Mm. also hurts. Mm. Um, And uh, uh, Terminator 2, I mean, getting replaced with Born Identity, which is sort of a slap in the face. Um, But all these things are now gone. Mm. And so whenever I go to what is an extended Harry Potter section because now the Gringotts Bank and all that is where Which is Jaws so fun. was. It's so fun. And they need one at Universal here. They really do and I'm sure they'll figure it out but it hurts to know that I'm in that area where Jaws was because it's so formative for me and I also think if you're going to be Universal and not have something themed to Jaws and it can't be that whack thing they do on the studio tour. Which is still kind of fun but it's not, so, so stupid. Not, not quite in comparison to your Jaws experience. In comparison to a full five minute experience where you're on the boat and Jaws is attacking the boat. I mean, this is just something that if you didn't experience it as a child or like until it was closed, like You're I flop. feel really sad yeah. for you. But here you are holding them accountable. We and are if so you glad. could if you could revive the Jaws ride and work on it, would you give up everything you have in your career currently? Um, everything but the money. Okay. <laughs> So you make the same salary uh, yeah. working on the Jaws ride. I, what I want to do is I want to figure it out. Where and the I, same level of fame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same level of fame. And I'm okay at this like you level have, of you fame. Have, like, you have, you, like you have fan accounts, like best yeah. skipper ever. If I could continue to live my lifestyle now and know it wouldn't get better or worse and and I would have to do the Jaws ride for the rest of my life, I think I could be happy doing that. I think you could too and I would yeah. love to be on that boat. I think I would give you a real thrill. And something I didn't realize is that, like, I, I always would go, like, especially when I was, like, younger, and I was like, these people aren't giving it any energy. Like, I don't believe at all that they, they're not, I would always think I could do a better job than them. And then you realize, like, they do it 50 times in a row. Yeah. Like, they have to be speaking at this volume. They can't be actually screaming. I'm surprised you never pushed someone off the boat and took the mic. I'm surprised, too, because there was no seatbelts on that. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Speaking of movie rides, one of my favorite rides at MGM Studios was in the Chinese theater where you the great go movie ride. the great movie ride, like the part with the with an alien yeah. where the alien comes out of yep. the ceiling. Yep. Um, there's a it's wizard like of an Oz amalgamation section. of different. Yeah. It was an iconic Sigourney Weaver animatronic. Oh, yes. yeah. It's you go through all these different movies, MGM. So I'm interested to know what your favorite area of Disney is because MGM Studios was definitely my favorite growing up. Yeah. Tower of Terror is it to I, this day. I believe that the Tower of Terror is is um, the world's greatest theme park attraction. Yes. That have you ever seen the movie starring on? Kirsten Dunst? Of course I have. Okay, Steve Gutenberg. Yes, of course, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like Rose and I were discussing before you came here that you you will inevitably be immortalized on a theme park of some kind. I think so. I feel the, like... all My only goal is to book a film... The only reason I'd even want to book like a film franchise is to potentially star in a pre-show for a theme park attraction. Like, you know, Felicia Rashad is in Dinosaur. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's just certain actors that pop up in these Disney theme park attractions. And by the way, Julia Stiles just iconically booked the Bourne Stunt Show. So she does the whole pre-show. And when I tell you, I didn't know it was her. And when I saw her pop up and she was like, I'm Nicolette Parsons. I was like, I absolutely screamed. And here you are. Why isn't she just doing it as Julia Stiles? Well, I don't know because also canonically she's dead in the Bournemouth films. <laughs> but and you know, she even says she goes, and he thought I died, but I didn't. And I'm like, girl, you look dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> the rides play fast and loose with canon. They really do. They really wow. do. Um, one of the scariest rides of my childhood was. Do you remember? I don't know if it still exists at at Walt Disney World. Snow White's scary adventure. So scary. Oh They my have God. updated it to now. They don't have that anymore because no. no, it's now. So there's now like a bigger Snow White thing. Um, it's but like, it's not scary. It's not scary. There's uh, no witch at the end. There's a witch at the end and there's a witch throughout. But the, the thing about Snow White's Scary Adventures is it was so small. Like like you were in that tiny little cart and like you're yeah. literally moving through very small sets. Like that's the cool thing about Fantasyland I think is that when you go in those little dark rides, which is what they're called, like everything is very intimate and small. Like yeah. if you ever do um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride – Honey, pop the poppers. Yeah. Like, you go to hell at the end. It literally ends in hell. <laughs> and it feels like the queerest ride. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's also so small, and, like, everything that's happening is right on top of you. So in that Snow White scary adventure ride, the witch would pop out, 
And she'd be right there. Right Right in your face. That intimacy definitely was terrifying to me as a kid. I remember it vividly as a kid, and then I went back again as an adult, and I was like, this is absolutely... Honestly, the ride is better than the movie. It was called Snow White's Adventures, and they had to change the name to Snow White's Scary Adventures (sighs) because parents would be coming off the ride like, what the fuck? Yeah, I like like a theme park that is aiming to terrify and traumatize a child. Of course. Because that is a formative experience that we all need. I still feel a little scared atmospherically on... Tower of Terror. Mm. So do I. They do an incredible the, job. The Twilight Zone theme song, and the fact that they've changed it to, what, Guardians of the Galaxy? In, in Disneyland, but also the, the Mission Breakout ride is a bop. Mm, I don't know. I also Have you miss, not been on it? I haven't, but I also miss the Aerosmith roller coaster at MGM, which it is was now... It's there. It's still there? Coaster. Yes. Oh, okay. It's still there. It, you, it's still standing tall. Huh. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't been to an ever, Orlando Disney in a while. You actually have to go because I'm telling you also the Hollywood Studios is now completely different and they have the Star Wars land. And Rose, you have to do Rise of the Resistance. I The the last time I was at Disney, I tried to do Rise of the Resistance and it was like it the had virtual just started line. and you couldn't, you couldn't get yeah, in. Forget it. I don't and even so understand I had to the do the, the Star Wars shooter it's, game. No one does. No, no. It's confusing. It's 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 it, they actually don't have that anymore, and so now you can just get on the standby line or like pay for like the lightning lane, which is not what they call the fast pass. But yeah. Rise of the Resistance is like first of all, it costs a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we could debate whether or not we needed to spend the money on that. But when you're on it, it certainly is. <laughs> what would you <laughs> rather? Gagged. What would you rather they have spent the money on? Yeah, public public schools. <laughs> Of course. Public schooling. Healthcare. Healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, if you were to like, you know, design a ride on your own, or if there, is there like a, a kind of entity where you were like, I wish this was a ride? Have you thought about this? You know what I think they've gotten wrong every single time is Fast and the Furious. Oh, it's they, not a good cause, ride. Because they do that stupid little bullshit in the studio tour yes. where where it's like the screens are on either side Radio of you or whatever. Me, yeah. They in, in Orlando, they made that a full attraction. And it's so lame and stupid. And I was like, if you have the Fast and the Furious property, like, make it a roller coaster. Make it a racing roller coaster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've that... never seen a Fast and the Furious movie, so I don't know. But but if, you, if you're Universal and you have that property, why are you making it a simulated screen thing? I like, know. If they had to overhaul Dueling Dragons, like, you know, make it a Fast and the Furious I, I just thing. feel like it, it's a waste of a property because... It's screaming out to be this, like, thing. And it's also, like, definitely that company's biggest hit right now. Mm. And I think, like, they messed it up in terms of what they have. So I would say a reimagining of what Fast and the Furious could be. And also, I would bring back Jaws and Back to the Future. I mean, Back to the Future was iconic. It was. Uh, Also, is E.T., does that still exist? It's still there because he actually – this is the truth about E.T., Steven Spielberg said he will end his relationship with the company if they if they demolish that ride. So they have to wait. They have <laughs> wow. to wait until he dies. That is very queenie, but also a serve. Like there's, I'm um, into that. There's a very iconic childhood photo of me from the ET ride. Um, I don't really like that movie though. It's kind of scary okay. well, and weird. Thanks for coming from my childhood. I just it's it's not. I don't know. It's kind of ET is kind of grotesque. I don't remember attaching to this. As I a could kid. give a fuck about ET. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't care. I'm yeah. I, I just I don't know. It wasn't for me. But I'm <laughs> well, sorry. Rose, sorry, but I, but okay. I, 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 I love that She's for like, you. It's okay. Genuinely, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm perturbed. <laughs> um, okay, Matt. I feel yeah. like you know, obviously, pre-show isn't is you know in gonna happen for you. But I also, Rose and I were talking about how uh, you would probably fit really nicely into like the Disney cinematic universe. Yeah, like I, I, think, I think that you'll there be a Disney is prince. a. I mean, once they allow facts. Well, technically, I am in Fire Island. 
Because you oh, know, really? you know that Disney like owns and pays for, for Searchlight Hulu. Hulu? and Hulu. Oh wow! So it's Searchlight, it's Hulu, and I, I, so when the Fire Island, ride, Fire Island ride comes to Epcot Studios, I will be a star of it. So, <laughs> yeah. so wait, hold on, I will tell you this, I, and this is going to be a spoiler for the okay. movie. Okay, okay. I think, I think, I am the first person in the main cast of a Disney film. To get fucked in the ass on camera. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That would be her story. And that's a, that's a ride. Is that, yeah, I was going to say, is that like. Put at, that in Pandora. At the end of the ride, you're. It's covering. called Luke's Bottom Adventure. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Uh, but I will say, like, I, I don't take that lightly. No. No, you shouldn't. And I no, do shouldn't. think that that makes me a Disney prince But you do take it. Uh-huh. And I, I don't take it lightly, but I do take it. Uh, bareback and uh, <laughs> from behind in your bottom era, of course. Um, okay, wow, that's amazing. That is a bit of a spoiler, but like you know, uh, yeah, it is a spoiler. I'm sure okay, Rob DeSantis won't be happy. Won't be happy about that. I was thinking more like a. Cl- I could see you as like a gay James Marsden in Enchanted. Oh. That's actually incredible and very very kind of you to say. I I really really want that yeah yeah and i'm willing to sell my soul for it yeah like, now I that think, i've got a little taste like I'm, I'm actually here to sell out i think if that show once upon a time was still on like you would be on it as like some a real life version of some disney prince do you ever look back at the cast of that show it's a gag it's insane because they're all super famous now sebastian stan played the mad hatter what sebastian stan. i did not know that my everything that's crazy. I had no idea. Did you did you have like a favorite Disney entity growing up or one that was like really formative to you as a kid? Well, when I was really little, I was like obsessed with Little Mermaid. Me too. And that was kind of the one for me. But I remember being absolutely terrified of Ursula because I think I was scared of what was inside myself. Totally. Which is a drag queen. Yeah. Well, I, by the way, you guys know Crystal Kung Mingaw from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So... Her husband, Rob, I don't know if you know this, but he actually drew the original prototype for what Ursula was going to look like mm-hmm. because he was in, he, he had a gay roommate and the gay roommate was like obsessed with divine and obsessed mm. with drag queens and like exposing Rob to all this. And so they were having a really hard time figuring out what the design of Ursula was going to be. And originally she was supposed to be more like a, a svelte, like Cruella DeVille type, like, mm. like bitch of the sea. That was the sequel. Mer- the mermaid, uh, the little mermaid sequel had the sister that was kind of like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I think also that, that became what Vanessa was like, mm, what, 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 what Ursula oh, became. Vanessa. Oh, oh. Always a queen. remember when Vanessa. she when she sings that little ditty in front of the is. mirror. <laughs> She's like giving you cunt. And her name Soon is I'll Vanessa. have that little mermaid on yeah. the ocean will be mine. <laughs> Stunning. Incredible. My favorite part of the whole movie. But, but basically, reprise. Rob Minkoff drew the original design for Ursula that they ended up using. And so that's actually part of how he proved himself to direct Lion King is because he essentially created Ursula and he was the one that was like, we should base it on Divine the Drag Queen and which informed obviously the casting of Pat yeah, Carroll. And that's queer history. Absolutely. I had heard, I knew the like Divine origin, but I didn't know it was Rob specifically. That's amazing. It was amazing. Rob Minkoff. It was Rob Minkoff, yeah. And now it's going to be Melissa McCarthy. I kind of <laughs> oh, wish, yeah. I kind of wish it was Gaga as it was rumored to be. <laughs> was it, that rumored? It, Yes. It absolutely should have been. It absolutely should have been. And I'm not taking anything eat. away from Melissa McCarthy, but I no, will say she this. No, will, because she will she, tear. She will eat and tear, but I do think I know how she'll do it. Yes. Mm, it's yeah. kind of obvious, and I think Gaga would have found a really psychotic way in. I've also heard 
her poor unfortunate souls. <gasps> I can't say how. Oh my uh, god. Oh my <laughs> Are you god. and Bowen playing Flotsam and Jetsam? That, yeah, no, is that I really wish. You know what's funny? Like, we, we did that as a complete bit, and now it's to the point where, like, I could sort of see them doing it. <laughs> yeah. But then, but it's it probably kind would be of a waste of Bowen. Enough, like... it probably, no, it would be a waste of Bowen. Like, Bowen probably should play, like, some bigger part, but, like, I do think, like, it, it, it got to the point where, like, our managers actually reached out and asked, and they, they, they told us, well, Flotsam and Jotsam aren't in the movie. <gasps> that's wow. a, that's a, a missed opportunity. I think that's a hu- big mistake, huge. There's a lot flop. of, like, you know, Disney cronies that you could play. There's, like, Pain and Panic and Hercules. Yeah. There are, you know, an assortment yeah. of henchmen, if you will. I was there also... ever a Hercules ride or moment Well, there the is going to be a live-action uh, movie, which is shocking to me, because you just told me that the cartoon was, like, a total flop, which I didn't it know, because it was, it was my favorite. Oh, I didn't know huge, that either. It was, it was my number one favorite flop to Dukaka. Yeah. Maybe this is just because I'm gay, but, like, I never gravitated towards the Disney movies that starred... Men? ...male characters. Like, I... Mm. Even Aladdin, ah, I can't... I couldn't really get into it. Like, forget about Jungle Book... No. Like, I wasn't into them. I was actually, I don't really remember this, but apparently I was super obsessed with Robin Hood. Oh. Well, Robin Hood is hot. And also iconic socialist. True. Yes. As am I. Yes. Yeah, Um, the Bernie Sanders of his time. I really loved Beauty and the Beast. That was... Beauty and that the Beast was is incredible. Kind of, kind of my fave. I did love Little Mermaid. And, the Beast is and um, untouchable. When I was a kid, we had a bunk bed, and I used to poke my head through the slats of the bunk bed and pretend I was Ariel looking out of the porthole of the yeah. boat. Um, and I definitely played mermaid a lot in the pool. Yeah. I put all the silverware in our house in my hair. <laughs> like, it's a dingle hopper. Yeah. I was like, no, that's silverware and we have to use it to eat. So get it the fuck out of your hair, you fucking filthy I'm child. just waiting for some TikTok where someone's like, hair hack, yeah. comb your hair with a fork. And it like it's actually works happen. really well. Do it. It's going to happen. Um, my favorite was definitely Hercules growing up. I, I actually feel like it was sexually formative to me as yeah, well. Yeah, because you wanted to fuck Yes. Well, the, I think, and you wanted honestly, to be Meg. Here's the I wanted to be Meg. Period. No um, chance, no way. No chance, no. The, one of the best songs in like the Disney in the Disney songbook. Um, I feel 100%. like uh, 100%. young Herc and old Herc are kind of exactly my types. Like my two different types. Just like you know, really teeny tiny fragile twinks, and then like men that are so big that they don't care if I live or die. You yeah. Know? Hercules. And, and, Hercules is an M to M trans man. Yes. <laughs> M to M. Love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, actually. M to M. Yeah, nothing in between, though. Like, it's either huge or, like, absolutely could. Yeah, you know, he blow was hitting yeah. the human growth hormone a little too hard. 100%. For sure. Well, Which, you can tell because of the jaw. That's yeah. why it's such a queer story, is that, you know, Herc is on T. Herc was on a roll. <laughs> not the only thing he was on. <laughs> he was on T. Herc was rolling. Oh, Honey. My gosh. I, uh, I really do think that um, I, I would actually, I'm just going to throw this out there to Disney. I would sell my soul because they're listening, honey. We know. I would sell my soul to play Hercules, and I feel as a Greek American, I I have I I have claim to that. The Kumail Nanjiani body plan that they would put you on that would be that's worth like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month. Like I'm willing to make it my whole year, like just getting into shape for it. Incredible! That would be my dream. I can't go out. I'm getting into shape for Herc. (laughs) Literally, no drinking. I I can't. I can't have a sip of that alcohol every morning. You wake up. You eat 47 eggs. Raw eggs. Like, just like Gaston. Just like, oh my God. I am am so upset that the Gaston TV show isn't happening only because of Rita Ora. I was looking wait, what? so wait, forward. Can you contextualize this? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Was it was that greenlit and then now? Yes, not? it was. I've never it heard of was, this. So it was Luke gonna Evans. be it was gonna be a prequel starring Gaston and LeFou about I guess maybe them being gay. 
and Rita Ora was announced to be in it. She did a grid post. And then, like Grid. a week later, Disney was like, "Just kidding, this isn't happening." Probably because because it's of gay. like timing or whatever. They do no. that all the time. Like th- this is the difference between Disney and like Universal. Is Disney will rocket their load off, being like, "Here's everything that's happening in the next ten years," and half of it won't happen. Yeah. And Universal will literally build an attraction without announcing it. And then when it's done, they'll be like, coming soon, this. (laughs) And everyone's like, yeah, we've been seeing it. In fact, when I went to Universal um, while they were building the Velocicoaster, I asked a ride – uh, like a like a person like working at a food stand. I was like, when is this opening? Because it wasn't announced. And she goes, I actually don't know what you're talking about. And I was was like – I was like, seriously? Like you can't tell me like – is it because it's not announced? She goes, I mean theoretically like – I don't even really know what that is, but like maybe spring summer. Wow. And then all of Whatever a sudden, that is. a little red laser pointer appeared on her forehead, <laughs> and she was taken. And out. I was like, "Mama, blink three times if you need help." <laughs> I didn't know that there was like a Disney power over the Universal. Oh, they, they are so in character at all times. Like um, Imagineers, Adam, love it at the Pandora World. If you ask them about the movie, they they call it the documentary. Yeah, at um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. If you ask them about the Star Wars movies, they call them the Legends. <gasps> By the wow. way, when when you do go on Rise of the Resistance. The, spoiler alert! They like get captured by the the like uh, first order or whatever. I didn't want to know that. Well, just kidding. These theme park rides are full method. That is like yeah. Stanislavski. It's, like it's giving, and then it's I, giving BFA. Yes. it's yes. a weaponization of BFA. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you ever fuck with Six Flags? Yeah, for sure. Did because I grew up in the Midwest and we would take like our class trips there. So, I remember this. The it was either a Superman roller coaster or yes. a Batman roller coaster that went truly like you go up and then you go straight down. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of it's called the Chiller, and um, it, it was in Great Adventure. Did you ever go to Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey? No, maybe. No. So that's like the one that I grew up around, and it had something called Batman and Robin the Chiller, which is one red car and one blue car would sort of race, and one of them went up and down, and another one like did like a flip. Mm. But Six Flags, I mean, that is the roller coaster haven. Like if you want to go get absolutely tossed and turned, you go to Six Flags, either Magic Mountain or Great Adventure. That's West Coast, East Coast, and then all the other ones are sort of like second tier. Um, how much acid do you think, like, the Six Flags marketing execs did in order to invent the Six Flags guy? Because that was, like, a, absolutely a moment in culture. You I, know, think was, he already, oh, like, I think he already existed. Like, other commercial was a Six Flags commercial. Yeah. I think he already existed, and Six Flags was kind of built around him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, makes more sense than them coming up with him <laughs> yeah. as a result of, like, yeah. well, we have this park. Who do we get to be the face of it? Like, He's, like, an immortal entity that has existed since the dawn of time. And also that insane song. Like, like they picked, I think... It's crazy because it is objectively the most annoying song in the world. Oh, yeah. But it's also so fun. We were just listening to it when we were in Joshua Tree on vacation last week by the pool, and it was kind of the moment. It's hyperpop. It it invented hyperpop. It did. It is Charlie XCX. <laughs> there is no Charlie XCX without the Six Flags. Six Flags guy, and that's actually Roller Culture. It's Roller Culture number 50. There, there is, is no, no Charlie XCX, XCX without, without the, the Six Flags, the Six Flags and the Banker Boys. Does he have a name? Easy. Probably. Daddy. <laughs> Have you seen Katie Katie Gavin from Muna's um, Six Flags guy com- uh, costume? No. For Halloween this year, she and her sister, who I think she's her sister's younger, but like they look exactly the same. They were both the Six Flags guy with like, you know. I can movie, see that. That's sort of genius for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was haunting. 
I'm sure. Chilling. They played the Venga Boys song at least three times. Okay, at, well, and their Halloween party. I didn't spend a lot of time at Six Flags, but outside of going to Disney and Universal a lot growing up, I spent a lot of time at state fairs. Yeah. And Renaissance fairs. Yeah. That was less my situation, but I definitely, whenever there was like, um, like an amusement park for a day, like they would set it up sure. in town, I was always like extremely unconcerned about this, the, with the safety. I was like, no, 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 we're going <laughs> and we're doing everything. It's great. Yeah. And now it's like, you kind of get the sense that accidents happen there all the time. It's like full carny vibes. Yeah, carny it's vibes. like Nightmare Alley boots. <laughs> Um, it's scarier than Nightmare Alley. Yeah. People get more deformed. Yeah. Yes. The body count in Medieval um, Times is Have you ever high. been in a dunk tank? You know what? I've done a dunk tank. I've been dunked. And I would never do it again because like, I genuinely feel like it's just like if it's like signing up for an ear infection. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> genuinely yeah. dangerous. Maybe. It's like, let me here, let me opt into. Something that will be painful for me and potentially cause hearing loss. Yeah, mm. I don't want to do it again because I doubt Filth. the water is chlorinated, and I know the second I'm hitting the water, I'm pissing. Yeah, so of course I pee in almost every body of water. So I get do into. I. Fran wouldn't let me pee in the pool at our Joshua Tree oh, house. Oh, why? I, I I wasn't a cop about it, but I was like, you know, the the the, the toilet is literally Fran, right there. Pee is sterile. You're gonna love it. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I I'm Go happy piss, to girl. drink piss consensually, but maybe not in a pool of chlorinated water. It what? just becomes the water. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite food to eat at a theme park? Because I think food is a very important part of the experience. Chicken fingers. Hmm, okay. That is a great answer. Chicken yeah. fingers on like a basket of fries scenario. Absolutely, they're okay. really um, some buffalo sauce and some barbecue sauce. And all some the sauces. It's a good food to have to be mobile if you're walking around, walking. You talking. can hold a basket of chicken yeah. You can finger. wait in line for a ride while eating chicken fingers. You I can. I you love can. a turkey leg. Yes, See, same, but also the thing about the turkey leg is I always think they're better in theory than practice because yeah. they really are a mess. Yeah, and there's they are so much more of it than you could ever imagine, and they're yeah. kind of like stringy and like you have to do a lot of teeth work, and there's no way to eat. It's sexy. No, there's no way to eat it sexy. I I think we could try. <laughs> I would give it a whirl. Yeah. And actually, yeah. surprise, I brought it to <laughs> Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I literally can. But wait, the thing about turkey is it has tryptophan. Oh, yeah. I want to make sleepy. you tired. I'm tired. Oh. I love that you wow, use a chemical I'm not term. a tryptophan of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> You've been spending so much time around Bo. You know your chemistry. Um, okay. <laughs> Because yeah. Bo used to be a chemistry major. He was. I mean, he, he, he not even used to be. He, he is was. and forever will be a chemistry major. Does he major. have his degree in chemistry? Yes. I didn't even know he finished it. That's so funny. I oh, think wow. he has like a Bachelor of Arts in, in chemistry, though. He has like, he doesn't have like a Bachelor of Science. Not he has a like Bachelor a, he has of a B, Arts. No, he has a BFA in chemistry. He has a BFA. He has a big fat ass <laughs> chemically. No, I, I, I think that's a true thing, though. I think he has a BA in chemistry. And oh, wow. I don't know how. I think that's because... I don't know exactly how that works, but I'm almost positive that's true. Well, chemistry is an art form, if you think about it. I wonder what you need to study to be an Imagineer. I well, it's actually so much more engineering than you think mm. because I like <laughs> that makes sense. Well, no, but literally, like I, I always thought like when I was a kid because I would always be on Roller Coaster Tycoon and think I want to do this for a living one yeah. day, and then you find out exactly what it entails, and it's not like you brainstorming like, okay, what can Cinderella get up to in this theme? No, park no, 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 it's, like, it's not it's like, no, it's, it's not all about, like it's cosine, not about vibes. cosine tangent or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you are you actually <laughs> could you actually could tangent, kill people. Whatever the fuck. Have you ever thought that you were going <laughs> to die on a ride? Because I have. I think I thought I was gonna die. You know what? Okay, this iconically happened. Um, when I was on, well, when I was on X two at Six Flags, 
That is the scariest ride I've ever done. But I also, I've been skydiving. So I've actually done things that have been close <sighs> to death. Mm. But thematically, I remember when Bo and Yang, Dave Mazzoni and I went, the three of us, to Disney World, like, probably five or six years ago, we, Dave had made these Rice Krispie treats that were, that had marijuana in them, and they were... I've never been more high in my life, and we were just truly like slobbering and making noise the whole time, and we were having so much fun. But we got on the Tower of Terror, and it broke down Ooh. halfway through, like right after we, as a, as a, canonically in the car, had entered the Twilight Zone. Oh my! And so no, that's like, the scariest part where you could break down. And literally, we were so high and just like sitting there, and like it's dark, and we had we committed so hard to the reality. I have chills. That literally, someone like we were sitting there for like five minutes, and it was full dark and we're again in the twilight zone so we're sitting there like literally baked and someone just comes in like enters the frame oh. and we're like excuse me sir and they were like hey so you guys have to just get out of the car and walk into the set and come down with us and like i was just like that's physically impossible walk into the twilight zone <laughs> Uh, and they were me? like, they were like, yeah, yeah, yes, we have to walk into the toilets. I'm like, the, the Disney person is still like half-heartedly keeping it up, and also like, come on, fags, let's go. And so we were like, oh my god, like, is it ghost gonna get us? We seriously walked out, stepped off the set into literally like an industrial-looking elevator area, and I was like, oh fuck, like, and they were like, do you guys want to go again? And we we're like, yeah, I guess. But then, then it was forever ruined because you know it's not really the toilet, yeah. so it's a goddamn set. The illusion was broken. Broke my buzz. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Maybe Taylor Swift will have a theme park. You know, someone actually, someone on Twitter, like, made a Taylor Swift theme park. You've got to find it. And they drew the whole map for it and, like, described all the rides like, based on all of her, like, songs. And it was fucking great. I'm it was sure. so much fun. That would have a market. I mean, more so than Tyra Banks' Model Land, which was also supposed to happen. But, like, that, I, I think, like, a Taylor Swift theme park Was that be... a casualty of the pandemic that that didn't happen? Well, I don't remember. We talked about we talked about it on a previous episode, but I I don't think it was a pandemic casualty. I think it was something that just didn't happen because it sounds insane. I mean, oh. you, thi- you think to yourself, like, oh, she's a singer, she can't have a theme park, but then but there's full Dollywood. Dollywood. Yeah. Have you yeah. been to Dollywood? No, because I've been to go. so good. I've heard it's not what you want to No, be. it's so fun. It's actually, it was so surprising because I went expecting like a little rinky-dink kind of state fair thing and it is a full-on theme park and my favorite ride was there is a mining roller coaster that's like a dark ride Yeah, and it was so fun and the theme park is huge and expansive and I was there right before Halloween, so it was all dressed for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Um, and I also met Dolly, like, three times, so... I can't believe you went to Pigeon Forge. I Well, it was for... It was a it was a press thing. It was for the junket for her Netflix show. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh. So it was, like, we interviewed Dolly. Heartstrings? And, heartstrings. Yes, so, like, I remember that. day one, we interviewed Dolly. Then the next day, we got a, a full free day at Dollywood. And then the next day was the premiere of Heartstrings, which was at Dollywood. That's amazing. Is she an absolute miracle? She's a, so fun. So, such a legend. So sweet. Uh, Clocked me immediately. Yeah. It was great. Love it. Uh, wow. Obsessed. I mean, we have to go at some point. We do. I've heard also that, like, the patrons of Dollywood are, like, shockingly diverse. Like, you yeah. would kind of go, oh, there are so I, many I, I didn't hear that. Oh, really? I heard that it's very, 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 like, giving red state. Country I was, folk, That yeah. was not my experience. Okay. I mean, maybe it was because I was there with a bunch of journalists, but, like, I did see plenty of patrons who were, you know, Fight. like, who who seemed queer. Um, they did give us all dolly bucks to spend, which <laughs> is bucks. a currency that exists there, and we were able to spend it on food. But I ended up not using any of them, so I gave them to some very nice gays that I saw What's on my way What's the dolly out. buck to, like, USD, like, conversion rate? I think dolly, the dolly bucks are, are better. Okay. It's of better, course. It's better to have dolly bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I all, mean, that's what put all, all your money in. as well. Fuck cryptocurrency. They also have, they have, like, an, they have, like, one of the, 
world-renowned best wooden roller coasters in the country. Yes, oh, I went on the, it. You yeah. love a so you love a rickety rackety. I love a rickety rackety roller coaster. Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spooky. For and me. they have a replica of Dolly's childhood home. The my in my Tennessee mountain home. That's home. so cool. That would yeah. actually make me weep and I'm not I say that with no facetiousness it's like, I would get very emotional it's like the size of this studio this room oh, we're in right now so beautiful that's really oh cool God. I mean also the thing that's cool about her is like she completely supports the ecosystem of that whole city with mm-hmm. that theme park where, where so she basically literally like, revolutionized her hometown with that and like people there work and you know revolutionized and radicalized and she Funny. taught them all to read Basically, I mean, she has that literacy program. We're all going to Dollywood yeah. together. Code of many colors, more like city of many employed people. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Vanga bus is going to take us straight to Dollywood. <laughs> yeah, the Vanga bus this. is getting is is driving off a bridge, and you know it. Yeah. If you do go to Orlando and you only have a short amount of time, make it a stay at the Universal Orlando Resort because if you stay in a good hotel there. You use your room key to get to the front of line on every ride. Amazing. And okay, Disney doesn't have that. For the for the Virgin. And is that yeah. Promo code Virgin. And make sure you tell that to all the the, the ride options. Yeah, they'll know exactly what you're talking <laughs> but about. But if you stay at a hard rock hotel, uh the Portofino Bay Hotel or the Royal Pacific Hotel, any of those three, which are really good hotels, you get to stay right on the resort and you're very close to the theme parks. And if you show them your room key at the front of every single attraction almost they let you to the front of the line. And it's only those three hotels, or you just like only those, those Only those three. Wow, that really is a hack. Any other prescriptions for Universal or Six Flags or anything like that well, for virgins that are visiting theme parks? Eat at Margaritaville at City Walk. <laughs> you have to, and Mama, just don't look back. Don't okay? look back. At Margaritaville at City Walk, it's an absolute dream and joy. Yes. I also would say um, the, the Toothsome's Chocolate Emporium. That's very good for all my people that want uh, sweet and savory. Yeah. What's and the candy store that's there? It's sugar. It's sugar. It's sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. horrifies me. <laughs> and then in the theme park itself at Islands of Adventure, there's a really cute restaurant called Mythos, which is right next to, uh, which is in the Lost Continent area. Oh, wait. Poseidon's Adventure? Poseidon's Fury, Mama. Poseidon's Fury. Oh, my it's, God. It's open again. It's open again? Yeah, so I they love shut it. that one down for years because of the pandemic. It's so fun. Although I wish it was something that... Was you were moved through rather than having to walk? You through. do have to walk through it, but there, that that ride actually has like iconic acting. It does, and there's never a line. This is Universal. No. Yes, wow. Islands of Adventure. Okay, okay, Islands of Adventure. Poseidon's Fury. Okay, and basically, a good it's, it's a battle between Poseidon and his enemy. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. It's giving kind of like the Universal version of the Haunted Mansion, but not as fun, and you have to walk through it. Okay, verdicts on the haunted mansion. Love, obsessed. Verdicts yeah, on Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. I, I liked it. Love, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, see, this is my most controversial opinion. Pirates of the Caribbean is such an iconic flop to me. <gasps> the, the the ride, the ride. Get iconic. Out. Fl- I Do you hate the movie as well? I can't stand the movie. <gasps> oh my god, Matt, get I, out so of I, here! I, I'm not I a stand like my, Rose. My but... ass fell asleep during Dead Man's Chest. Uh, you. This is actually. Sucks. You don't understand how important Pirates of the Caribbean is to Rose. Like we were, I watch it once a quarter. I feel. Here's what I'll say. I like the really first. I like the first you. movie more than I like the franchise. The first movie I think. Actually oh yeah, is it's great. all about Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah. Right. So that one I like. I, I can't stand the sequels, and the ride bores me to death. I love the ride. Wow. I, that, that, it's it's okay that we have a different opinion. It you is. Know? Wow. It is. Even even though we have established that I am the Rose of Lost Coast. 
Uncle Therese this. Well, but that means you know, sort of the it's like in, in the multiverse, podcast. it's like we can't, and you will understand after you see this movie. We we are at war. You we know, are I, th- at war. I, I think there's probably a multiverse version of me that stands Pirates of the Caribbean. Probably, probably. I, think so. I also love, but you in say every mul- in every universe, I love it. Okay, well, do you? How yes, do you know that? Because I'm the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> And Powerful. I know things. Yeah. Well, you would Wait. actually be America Chavez, I think, if you have the ability to go through universes. I'm so obsessed with Wanda and loved WandaVision so much. I don't want to see her become the villain, or do I? You, you do. I read really bad reviews, and I didn't agree with them when I walked out of the theater. I, can I say something about reviews? They're wrong all the time. <laughs> Always. Yeah. They're wrong all the time. Like, And now being in things that are getting reviewed, I read the reviews, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I'm just, And I'm just... I feel so stupid for ever being like, like sending a review to like my group chat and being like, oh, I guess this sucks. Like, they're wrong all the time. And they're wrong when they say things are good. And they're wrong when they say things are bad. And you want to know what it is? This is review culture. No one wants to put out a review about most things which are, yeah, this is fine. There's good things about it and there's bad things about it. Mm Because that won't go viral online. What goes viral online is, this is the greatest film of the year with a transformative performance by Lady Gaga. Or, this is the worst piece of shit of all time. Lady Gaga should go to jail. Like, those two two things. That's the binary. Yeah, Yeah, it is. And what people don't realize. Lady Gaga should go to jail. what, What people don't realize is she should be in jail. For genius. For being a genius. Lock her up, I said. <laughs> She's too powerful. Too she powerful. has to be behind like bars. Much like Wanda. She is the Scarlet Witch. She <laughs> is the Scarlet Witch, all the, which I do feel even stronger about after seeing the Hold My Hand music video, which, as Fran said, is basically just a Charlene Incarnate performance. Yeah, um, it really it's like is. Charlene. Single take. It's like Charlene oh at BQ. Whip, whipping her painted, burnette hair. Painted down, I really think she should date Tom Cruise. I think they would be such a power That couple. makes no sense to me. I don't think she can date someone that insecure. Do you? What do you think? I mean, I saw that photo of her kissing him on the cheek, and she described him as her good friend, and I was like, oh, wow, this is officially the arrow we're in of Lady Gaga, like full on Hollywood sellout, like kissing, yeah. kissing this like maniacal villain on the on the cheek. I like, think they should be together. I'm gonna write fan fiction about them. I really believe in their love. You for should. sure. I mean, if they were to start dating, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be out of left field for me. No, it would feel a little bit like an arranged. It would feel like an industry plan. Well, kind duh, of. it would feel arranged because nothing he ever does is as arranged as G Flip and Chris Shell Styles and Selling Sunset. I don't think that's arranged. No, no. I, I mean, I'm joking. I did I'm listen to Hold My Hand on the way here, and I will listen to it on the way home. It's okay, not a good so, song. So here's the thing. The first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, this sucks, and it's so first thought, and it's like, whatever. It doesn't even feel like Top Gun to me. It's like, doesn't reference Take My take my Breath Away. It's like, not giving me what I need, and I feel like she just like wrote a ballad for any movie, and also I think she's like over singing it. But then I listened to it a second time, and I was like, this is iconic and the best song of all time. It's yeah. like, it's doing that to me, where I'm just yeah. like, really torn in both directions on whether I, or not it's like acceptable and I think I'm gonna well, land it's a power on, ballad it was a, I think it, I'm gonna it, land on it's my favorite song. yeah a Joanne it's, it's Joanne doing Born This Way drag and I love it but don't you feel though like sometimes like when I heard Shallow for the first time I was like yeah no denying that yep. yeah. that's the one yeah and you I know and I felt like I, I hadn't heard anything like it before from her it's like hold my hand I feel like it's like a ballad that could have been on Born This Way you that's know what, what I, I mean that's what I was like, telling Rose I feel like it It sounds like 700 other songs that she's it already probably, written it probably was something that was, was cut a, off was of something yeah. or she wrote it in five minutes and I'm fine she's like that. sure Top Gun it's I'll write you an original song it's a House song. Labs ad and that's all it needs to be <laughs> House Labs not no I mean but I don't know it's like 
I don't know. What's been the best movie song to come out lately? Shallow. I literally that was the that to me is the most recent. Like I can't think of another. I want to say while we're talking about Disney, fucking Justice for Into the Unknown. What is that? The it's from song Frozen from Frozen Two. Oh. It's, it's it is a very good song. Mm. Um, Adina, you know, a huge presence among us. <laughs> um, I think it's great. It's no Let It Go. I think it's no Let It Go, but also. Imagine knowing you had to follow up Let It Go. I know. And you come even that close. And you're Adina, who's already your whole career is about following up the iconic thing that you just did. Yeah. Um, I do think Show Yourself is a better song than Into the Unknown. You know what? Show Yourself actually surprised me because I was like, oh, wow, this like dropped in more introspective moment mm-hmm. at the end. Ooh. And there's the, yeah, the moment with the mom and it's like, where yeah, she like I realizes she's a lesbian. Really mom. good. But I will say just yeah. like that line in Into the Unknown where she says, um, don't you know this part of me that longs to go into the unknown? I was just like, longs to go. There's part of me that longs to go into the unknown. I was like, the lyrics, you know? Is there a Frozen ride? Yes. Oh. It's in Epcot. Okay. Epcot! It used to be Maelstrom, the ride in the Norway pavilion with the trolls. Mm. They have now turned that into Frozen Ever After. Which Frozen is Ever After. Uh, sort of. A riff off of Carrie... Underwoods, Ever Ever After from Enchanted. Got it. Ever Ever After from Enchanted. That was a moment. Yes, it was. The music video where she's walking down the street. The iconic key change in the second chorus. <laughs> yeah. Like really early. Weird. Early. Ever Ever After in the world I'll tell you it's not smart. It's weird how we culturally forgot about like Enchanted. I didn't. I, Speak I, but, for well, yourself. But I, not for long. <laughs> just, just Enchanted coming, honey. I just yeah, remember well, after the reshoots. I remember oh, watching Amy Adams' shit. performance like at the Oscars that year and being like, who is that That woman? was so brave. Yeah. She, first of all, two, two, song, or two or three songs nominated from Enchanted that year at the Oscars. Yeah. There's the one, so close and yet so far. That one that, that guy sings. Kristen Chenoweth came in. They gave her a whole fucking fanfare. They lifted her out on a chair. Mm-hmm. How does she know? That whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then Amy Adams, they said, to do happy working song, you're going out there cold by yourself. No mice. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no Hands like this. Not a roach sort of, in sight. <laughs> and like barely, and she she committed to that and did it. And I was like. Left her that, for dead. That had to be so hard. And also at the time she was like, she had an Oscar nomination from Junebug, but she wasn't oh. like a big star. I didn't know she had a nom by that point. Yep. But I, I had never heard of her. I the remember June that. The Junebug performance booked her. Enchanted. No way. Yes, it did. That's crazy, but it makes complete sense, honestly. Yeah. And it was a it was a true like theater kid performance. Like it reminded me of when Gaga did the um Sound of Music moment. Yeah, one of the I think most important moments in her her career. Oh, it her Sound her, of Music it, it, Oscar performance. It totally recontextualized Lady Gaga and made her into someone that people took seriously after absolutely. she had done American Horror Story. She's yeah. like, I am a been, show girl. It's it's post-art pop when she was like kind of flopping and that Oscars performance is why we have Hold mm. My Hand. Fat, nasty, and broke. I would she agree. She came on this bitch mad as hell. You know what's funny? It's like both Gaga and Beyonce really tried the Oscars thing. Mm. Remember that year when Beyonce performed like all the nominated songs? With Hugh Jackman. Right? I, or was that when he... It was... Josh Groban sang with her once. Okay. And then she did the song in French. And then she sang Learn to Be Lonely from Phantom of the Opera, which was a mini driver song from the oh movie. And they were like, Minnie, you're not Minnie. singing it. <laughs> well, because she famously did not sing in the movie. Oh. She was dubbed. She, she did do that original song. She which did? wasn't in the movie. 
Well, you can Rose tell is like, you like, dare school me on Phantom of the Opera like, in my house. Well, oh, no. Beyonce was, like, very much at the Oscars for several years in a row. <laughs> she had a residency. Yeah. She was, like... It was her Vegas residency. She was giving Oscars performer yeah. there for a while. And then, obviously, Listen was nominated. She did the whole Dreamgirls thing, etc. But Gaga, too, like worked the Oscars. Yeah. Because people forget she probably should have won an Oscar for Till It Happens to You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, now, that should have been Diane Warren's Oscar win. And now the people that have residencies is like, it's like her. You know, the music artist her. Yes, like, her. she's played like yeah. every yeah. single Oscar winner. Winner. Our period. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar she, winner. She, has she a as, as Hunter Harris often refers <laughs> she, to her. <laughs> she. She. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. She. she. By Sheree. <laughs> You can follow our Instagram at likeavirgin42069 for updates on future episodes and, you know, tag us in what you think we should talk about next. Or you can slide into our DMs because we do check them. You can also tweet. You can leave a suggestion as a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, a book, a show, a movie, a phenomenon. We want to hear from you. And, of course, the hotline is still open. You can call to confess at 323-PENANCE. That's 323-736-2623. I'm your co-host, Fran Torado. You can find me at Fran Squishco wherever you want on social. And I'm Rose Domu. You can find me at Rose Domu wherever. You can subscribe to Like a Virgin anywhere you listen. Leave us a rating on Spotify or a review on Apple Podcasts. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producer is the Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman, Julian Weller, Jess Krainchich, and Nikki Etor. Until next week, sayonara, virgins. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. 
Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.